ESPN. The following is a presentation of Cover Your Assets and is offered by Rooker Financial Coaching and Consulting. You're trying to build your income, your business, your life. Challenges are all around you. It seems so overwhelming. People are depending on you. Who do you listen to? Where can you go to find honest, useful information? Todd Rooker. For decades, Todd Rooker has been teaching professional education to attorneys, CPAs, bankers, and financial advisors. Rooker Financial Consulting offers advice and coaching to consumers, business owners, and financial professionals on every topic imaginable. If you truly want to succeed, sit back and find out how to cover and build your assets. Here's nationally renowned speaker and expert getting you on the path to financial strength and wealth, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. As I listen to the uh, intro to the show, the word that that jumps out at me that if you truly want to succeed, the show is about that. Uh, title of the show, Evan. Here we go. Is make it so. Make it so. Make it so is a really, really interesting term concept. Uh, I am a, uh, or at least, uh, yeah, I am still a guy who watched Jean-Luc Picard on Star Trek say that word over and over again, and it really stuck with me. Not only that, there was a book that was written uh, by the title Make It So, and I read that book, have that book, and it is utterly profound. This is another one of those things. Simple. Yeah, okay, make it so. uh, But it is no less powerful. It is exceedingly, extraordinarily powerful. Make it so is the notion that you do whatever you need to do to make this thing, whatever it happens to be, occur. Not respective of what it takes. Just make it so. I don't want to hear what it takes. I don't want to hear the challenges. I don't want to hear the problems. I don't want to hear anything, any of that. Just make it so. Make it be as it should be. Make it so. And uh, this is something that is, to me, a moniker in life, uh, a guidepost in life. And I'm hopeful that you guys, as you listen to this, can incorporate some of this thinking into your life in a number of different, different ways. Um, but I'll also say that I have found this to be the most, uh, important component in progress in people that just make things happen. Um, I speak frequently about self-starters and capable people, um, who can just basically get things done, regardless of whatever it takes or the challenge that it, that it represents. And the, the, the reality is there's very few people who can do that. I mean, for whatever reason, people are just so conflicted and maybe, maybe afraid of success on some level, maybe afraid, uh, you know, we, we've done shows on um, the idea that you just, have to jump into things and and um, just just do things, but all too often, you know, I'll 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 listen to people 
talk with others subordinates at in their in their career, their job, their children, whomever they're trying to influence in a particular way. And because they aren't the type of person who just jumps in and does something, they assume that other people are not either. So the way that they speak to people is most certainly not in definitive language or definitive terms. And this is the the uh, point that I was making that, that I've spoken about before on other shows, is that when you want something done, you do not say to a person, hey, listen, uh, I'd love to get this thing done. Do you think you might be able to give this, uh, uh, see, if, see if you couldn't maybe get this done in the next week or two? <laughs> do you talk that way to people? Is that the way you want people to talk to you? Because you know what, don't, don't tell me what to do. I'll just, you know, I'm going to think about it and I'm going to toss it around. I'm going to do some research and, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe at some point I might actually do, you know, some of what you say at some point. And that's a big problem. That is a big problem. Uh, If if you've also heard me say that, that I'd rather make uh, the wrong decision than no decision at all. Some of that plays into this as well. And, I do hear often people speaking in less than definitive terms to others because that's how they want people to talk to them because they're just simply not prepared to make those kinds of sweeping decisions. And here's what I'm going to say again about this. Life and life's success is for the doers. Should I say it again? Success is for the doers. The people who can just put on their blinker and change lanes and just make a decision, just make a decision. Um, People who have courage to clearly see and, and face, takes courage, face the challenges that they have in front of them. See, a lot of times we dissuade ourselves from believing that it's really that big of a challenge because we don't want to see it. We don't, we, or maybe our drive to succeed is just not that great. We're happy being lukewarm with everybody else, you know, lukewarm. We're happy with that because everybody's happy with that. Well, if you're not like that and you sincerely uh, expect and want success, then you have to be different in the way that you approach things. And so to face your challenge is to know what you're, what is really in front of you. You know, you maybe, um, if you can recall, maybe, I don't know, last year, um, I, I talked about, you know, that I, I was a boxer for, for years when I was a young man and I had, you know, I walked into that ring and had over 70 fights and I, always knew when I walked in that ring that the the goal of the person on the other side of the ring who was climbing between those ropes was that they wanted to knock me unconscious. They wanted to do me harm. And that was, and I I felt the exact same way. And it was a killer be killed situation. And I frankly love those situations in life. I think that's great. I think the human being needs to have that imposed upon them because only then when they truly see what's in front of them, do they react properly. And look, sometimes people still don't. So you got to, you got to have the courage. That is the word. 
operatively. You have to have the courage to see what's in front of you. If you want something, what does it really take? Don't perceive things to be easy because if you perceive things to be easy or simple and not that big of a deal, then you don't gear up for them and you don't really approach them with the vigor that you need to. And so you have to look at things and fully appreciate what you're up against and then flip that switch um, and, and, you know, determine that, or conclude that whatever it takes, you're going to do. And it's just simple. There's no looking back. You throw off the mooring lines, so to speak, if you know what that means, a ship moored to a, to a pier. You throw off those mooring lines without any regard, without any reserve, and you just throw yourself into it. You give yourself to it. And then whatever it takes becomes irrelevant. And make it so is the idea that I will do whatever is necessary to make something happen. Um, In my consulting business, I encounter a lot of people, different personalities, and certainly different levels of results and progress. And it has everything to do with the fact that they're paying me quite a sum of money to listen Uh, to what I have to say to them. And, you know, look, there's a lot of people who who wouldn't pay me or anybody else to do that because they're just not prepared to do that. They don't take orders from anybody. You know, they're, they're not capable. Even though, I should say this, nearly everybody who walks into my office, nearly everybody, are pretty strong personalities. Pretty strong personalities because I work with 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 business owners. And let's be very clear about this business owners most often are in business for themselves because they have to have control they're not good at listening to other people they're not good at taking direction they want to do their thing their way well if that doesn't stay say a strong personality i don't know what does So those are the people I work with. So now you've got this person who has this personality just just described. And yet they're going to take advice and counseling from me. And not only are they going to listen and hopefully actually hear, they're going to implement, boom, right now. I mean, walk out the door and do it. Make that change. As you sit here listening to me, how many of you are capable of that in any endeavor in your life? And if you ever were or are, is it only when you believe it's life or death? It's, it's, you you, you gotta pay a bill or you gotta do this thing to, to what? Bring home food. I don't know. Is it only then or are you capable of implementing and making something happen, not respective, no regard for what it takes to do it. You just do it. You throw yourself at it. So I am continually impressed by the number of people whom I work with who have the capacity to do that. While I know that they may be leading a company of two people, 10 people, 
50 people, a thousand people. And I work with people who do all of that. And, and they are the leaders. And they are attempting to get other people to do the same thing. And although they are a strong personality who typically is the leader of the band, own their own business, they will implement things. And they're open to hearing those things. That's the other thing. You know, you've got contrarians. No matter what you say, they're going to disagree with you because it's just their nature to do that. They just, whatever it is you say, you know, they're, they're going to disagree with you. And they're not going to take direction and they're not going to be the person who makes it so. And they, and they struggle with this in their entire lives. Never mind the fact that they may be incredibly intelligent. Doesn't have anything to do with it. Nothing to do with it. They just don't make consistent forward progress because they're always fighting. And so are you that type of person? Can you, can you make it so? And it has everything to do with if they can or cannot um, put on the blinker and just change lanes um, and just begin doing things in a new or altogether different way. Are you capable of doing that? And that's, you know, what inspired the show because I, you know, I, I think about all the people that I work with in my coaching business And I think about the people that I've had greatest progress and success with. And I will say that my, the way I, when I, when I have someone who says, okay, I love every, you know, directive you've given me. I love what you have to say. I love the way you think. I want to uh, hire you, pay your retainer and go forward. Well, that's not the whole deal because I'm, Still not sure if this is the right person. You know, I, I've got so many wonderful people that I work with and have worked with, and they come see me every single week with billable hours. And there may be only one or two things that they take away from a meeting, but they do it. They just do it. And as a result, there's profound change, progress, and impact from those meetings. And those are the people who come back again and again and again. And those are also the people whom I want to take on because when I'm determining if I want to take on a client, I don't want to take somebody on, have them pay me, you know, 700 bucks a week, two times a week, every month, month in, month out. And we look back a year from now and virtually nothing's happened. They've, they've listened, uh, maybe, uh, not sure they've heard anything I've said. And there's been very little progress. I want to be able to look back a year later and say, look at all the things that occurred because of the relationship that we've had, because of the, the, the suggestions that I've made. They're not suggestions, they're directives. And you've done them, and wow, look at what's happened. That's what I want when I, when I, when I have a client, regardless of whether they pay or not. And... And that is not an easy thing because many people tell you they are that way when in fact they decidedly are not that way. They just don't have it within them to be that way. Or at least they haven't made that decisive uh, decision yet. They just haven't. And maybe never in their lives have they ever done that. So I'm asking them to do something altogether new. And, And there are people who can do it, who will embrace that. And there are people who are not. But in your life, if you want to consider the people who have, who achieve success, 
I don't mean somebody who was born with a lot of money and, and preordained to, to inherit a business or anything else. I mean somebody who takes whatever it is that they have and they make it better and they strive for success and they have measurable progress ongoingly. Whenever you think about somebody like that, that is a person, almost without exception, who has the capacity to make it so, to see a goal, to set a goal, and not let it become in the rearview mirror, watered down, and they never really pursue it. They say it, but they don't do it. These are people who actually do it, who actually make things happen. And so your ability to make it so, your ability to just say whatever it takes, I've decided this is what's going to happen, and it is, and whatever it takes along the way doesn't matter. It's of no consequence how long or how hard I have to work. Whatever I have to do to make this happen, I'm going to do it. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking to try to impose upon yourself in your life. Because if you can do that, it almost doesn't matter what area. You are going to see measurable progress and you are going to enjoy, and I do mean that, enjoy fulfillment and success within it. We're going to take a break here. We're talking about progress towards success. And the name of the show is Make It So. What does it take to just make something, breathe something into life Make it so. We'll be right back. Are you missing anything in your plan? Find out with JLN Financial's Retirement Checklist. If you could check all the boxes on the list, you may be ready for retirement. If not, JLN Financial can help. Get this checklist now at rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. J. Allen Financial offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and J. Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, Dean and Lou, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation, or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. Hey, are you considering something exceptional to set your home apart and highlight its curb appeal? How about the rich look of custom copper gutters? Copper gutters are not only beautiful, they also offer timeless durability. 
William Voss with Gutter Solutions installed my beautiful copper gutters. I get compliments every day. If you're looking for extraordinary craftsmanship and would like to consider something truly special, call him at 612-834-0664 or go to their website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Ask for Billy. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Welcome back. Make it so. Do it. Get it done. How do I do it? I don't know how to do it. I'm not interested. Make it so. (laughs) That's really the the theme here. So, I, I said earlier, just give yourself to it. And I would also say, let desperation and necessity be your guide towards the task, towards the completion of the task. Desperation. Tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to get it done. Convince yourself that it is life and death, if that's what's necessary. Um, Be capable of flipping that switch and going full on. Full on. Are you, have you, When else in your life can you look back upon and draw from a time in your life when you simply flipped the switch and went full on? No reserves, no barometer. You just gave it everything, everything. If you can draw from that time and become good at flipping the switch, and giving yourself to something, your creative brain will take over and figure out whatever it is you need uh, to make something happen. It's 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 magical, actually. It's magical when you just determine this has to be done. It's just shocking how you will come up with things. Have you ever had that before, where you you you've looked at a, at a challenge or a project and wondered how you were going to get it done. And then in the 11th hour when it needed to be done, it's just surprising how it just came to you, what you needed to do to make it happen. And, and you know what? It was always there. Why did it take you so long to figure this out? Because when you got to a point of desperation, of necessity, it just came to you. So the more easily you can flip that switch and take yourself to the absolute desperation necessity of full on, the more creative you become and the more capable you become and even more importantly, the more productive you become. So <clears throat> with that being said, the, the challenge is that all too often we as people, parents, employers, whatever, leaders, uh, we want to dissect projects into, into um, we want to tell people item by item, block by block, what, the, what, how to do something, 
how to do something. And look, I'm not saying that that's a terrible thing because any challenge seems like less of one if you know all the steps to get there. But the the challenge with that is that you you rob a person from doing it on their own and actually really learning. I mean, if you've ever gone somewhere where someone else is driving and then later you were asked to go there and you say, well, I have no idea how to get there. And huh? you were in the car. How could you not know that? Because you weren't paying attention. If you had been driving, figuring it out, you would have paid attention and it would have been internalized in your brain and you would have remembered it and you would have actually learned something. But it's like that way with everything, isn't it? So when you tell people item by item how to do things, color by the numbers, and sometimes I really believe you need to do that, and you've heard me say you got to talk to people like they're third graders, not because they're dumb, not because you're trying to demean them, because sometimes if you don't, it doesn't get done specifically the way you want to do it. And yet, when you do that, you really rob people on some level, as I've just described, because when they figure it out themselves and they enjoy the benefit of, of, um, of that success or the fulfillment of that success, it really is a different thing altogether for them in their brains and most certainly in their, in their memory. Uh, and and in their creativity, kind of like giving somebody, you know, Lincoln Logs or Blocks when they're little and they figure out all the steps to get somewhere and they do it on their own. It, it's, a, it's a powerful thing. And it is here uh, as well. <clears throat> um, but I'll, I'll tell you that the make it so concept is one that certainly resonated with me. And without belaboring a long story, I'll just tell you that uh, in in my early married life years ago, my wife and I were dealing with one of life's major challenges, and that was that my my young wife, twenty three years old, had stage three and later stage four cancer, and delivered a little boy, our son, uh, at under a pound, and had a a brain hemorrhage which caused him to have cerebral palsy. And both of us, neither of us were 30 years old. She was 23 and I think I was 27. <clears throat> I know I was. And and at that time, uh, that was a blow that had been imposed upon us. And it caused ripple effects throughout pretty much everything that happened in our lives and actually probably has happened since that time and there were many things that were that were uh, necessitated or changed where the blinker was put on without without our decision making it just happened but we did have this conclusion whatever it takes we both did and i i can i can so remember because my wife's income uh, was half of our household income. She had been working at uh, working for an organization and she, you know, I was, I was trying to uh, go forward towards a, a career in the financial industry and she was working and my, my income and her income were both absolutely needed just to make the house payment and to pay the bills and instantly that that income was gone and oh my 
And not even, not only that, instantly my wife and my second little boy were in the hospital, uh, United Children's, fighting for their lives. So who was I to whine about my circumstances? And I'd love to say that I completely embraced that concept, but I still felt sorry for myself on some level. It was only when I came to the conclusion that it was not about me. And I'll just quickly tell you a story in that I was, I, I, I delivered pizzas for checkerboard pizza down in St. Paul. And I worked a, another job before I got there. And there were times, many times, when it would slow down, we'd get we'd get hammered during dinner time, or or because it snowed, or because uh, there was a football game on, or hockey game, or whatever it was. And then they would send people home. And of course, I didn't want to go home. I wasn't one of the people who, the minute somebody people said who wants to go home, and everybody raises their hand, I wasn't that because I desperately needed the money, even though it was minimal. And so when I got sent home. I had brought a a, a ladder, um, a large ladder, and I had a little Mazda B2000 pickup. The ladder was freaking bigger than the pickup. And so I put that ladder um, behind the building. And so when I would get sent home, I would strap that ladder on the, on the truck and I would go into the neighborhoods in St. Paul. Now, these are all turn of the last century homes and older, if you're familiar with the area. Many of these homes have have very high roof lines and are, are up in the air considerably, but see, it didn't matter because I needed to make money. And so I would walk from door to door. I'd park my truck on, on, on a street and I'd walk up and down the, the, the street because and and ask if they needed anybody to shovel the roof off because, you know, there'd be, you know, two, three feet of snow on a roof. And these are older houses that would have leaks. And so I would walk up and down the street and ask them if they needed somebody to shovel the roofs off. Now, the time value of money being what it was, the amount of money that I got for that in today's dollars seems like a pittance, but I would shovel those roofs off, even the large ones, for like 50 bucks. And that was a lot of money at the time. <clears throat> and I would, you know, I'd go through 10, 20 houses until I'd find somebody who'd be willing to do that. And I remember realizing in in one case, and this happened several times after this, um, <clears throat> but in the particular case, uh, the person said yes. And I'm walking door to door with my head down, not even looking at the roof that I'm talking about. And they say yes. And I then go out to my truck. I bring my truck up to the front of the house. I pull my ladder off and I look at this roof and I stand staring at it, daunted by the fact, by the height of this roof, even when I'm on the ground and the steep pitch on this historic home and its roof. So I would climb up that ladder. And and, and this is all about the fact that it there was no, I can't do this. There was no, I'm going to die. It was simply, make it so. And I would climb up on this roof, and the ladder sometimes would not make it up high enough to get to, and this is, you know, a, 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 an extension ladder, large extension ladder, 
would not make it all the way up to where the roof line was, the gutters. And so in some instances, I was reaching out to the to the, the gutter and hanging there with the ladder underneath me, pulling myself up on this snow with the with the shovel strapped to my back and the rope that I was going to use to tie myself off to, on the top of this roof. So I would take that, I would, I would pull myself up. I'm hanging there, you know, two, three stories up in the air in the wintertime, all alone. And I'll get, I would get up there. And then it was easy to, to ascend the roof because there was all this snow. And so I would find a chimney or I would find a vent or something and I would tie the rope to the vent or the chimney. And then I would begin at the t- at the peak of the roof and I would start shoveling. And I would shovel that roof. Now remember something, it was easy for me to ascend the roof because the snow was there. But once I had shoveled the roof off, it was like glare ice. And I'm now shoveling this roof off. I shovel all the snow off and I get to the bottom and I'm at the I'm at the the, the limits of the of the rope. And then I I cannot go back up and unhook the ro- the the rope because if I do I've got a glareized roof and I'm going to slide off that roof and kill myself. And so I would get to the end and I would have to cut or or untie myself from that rope and leave that rope up there. And then in the moonlight I'm hanging from these gutters or usually they they had gutters and I'm with my foot trying to find the ladder underneath me, fishing me while I'm three stories up. And I'm all alone, dead silence. And I realized, I mean, fear, you know, and I'm not afraid of heights, but uh, I realized I could, I could be severely hurt or killed. And so when I got down, what an experience, what did I do? I realized I had to do more of it. So I went the next couple days and I got life insurance because I realized I was going to do whatever it took to pay the bills and take care of my family. It wasn't about me anymore. And if I lived, by God, I was going to make it so. And if I died, then I was going to leave them with the money to be able to take care of them. That's what I mean by give yourself to this thing. Whatever it takes is irrelevant. Make it so. Give yourself to the thing. Whatever it takes. Not interested in what it takes. I said make it so. Let's take a break. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. Does your sump pump run constantly? Do you want to ensure that you never have a damp, musty-smelling basement? These issues are caused by water coming off your roof, draining into your basement. Gutters can resolve these problems. William Foss is the owner of Seamless Solutions. He is honest and trustworthy. He is simply the best. If you need gutters or leaf covers, he is the guy to call. 
you can call him at 612-834-0664 or go to his website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Make it so. Make it so. So if you listen to uh, the last segment, uh, I'll... I'll make this point was the way that I went about accomplishing my, my objective of making more money to, to pay the bills and to support my family. Was it the best way? Was it the only way? Could I have done it better? And undoubtedly I could have, I mean, there's probably, you know, a multitude of other ways that you might've done it differently, but these were the things that were in front of me that were available to me and anything and everything 
that I could think of quickly. And the main thing is I didn't waste a lot of time sitting there thinking about what might be the best thing. I mean, if I did, I did it for a short period of time and then I just made a decision and I went forward. I mean, getting out of your truck, walking up and down the street and asking people to shovel off their roofs, that's a decision. That is a decision. And, um, you know, there's, there's a multitude of ways to do it, but at the bottom, but the end of the day, I figured it out. I just used what I had. And along the way, while I'm up there doing what I'm doing or walking down the street, maybe I might have come up with a new and more creative and more effective and efficient and profitable way to do that. Maybe. And I would have changed gears in a heartbeat if I had come up with something else. And later on, I did. Uh, but, you know, that story, I, I got up on roofs like that, not that time only, many, many, many times thereafter, um, because it was something that made a lot of money. I mean, I, I, I was, you know, I had a strong back and I got those suckers done usually in a, you know, a couple hours and 50 bucks in two hours for me who was making seven bucks an hour. That was a lot of money. 50 bucks, that was a lot of money. And so if I could come home at the end of the night with, you know, a hundred bucks or and there were roofs I shoveled off that were smaller than I, that I only charged 30 bucks or 35 bucks. You know, if the person, you know, people being with there, I'd say 50 bucks and they'd say 25 and I'd negotiate with them. But I was willing to do whatever it took to make that happen. And this was also 50 bucks, like, you know, I don't know, seven years ago, right? Oh, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm only 35 now, right? <laughs> oh, sorry. I should have said 70 years yeah, ago. There seven we go. years ago. That's, that's actually closer <laughs> than seven. Um, so, yeah. Is it? I mean, yeah, yeah. God, see, Evan, he's that contrarian. <laughs> but listen, you do what you have to do, and you can always change gears and do it better, but, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta endeavor into it. And so, you know, again, I'm going to say that for those of you who want to, who want to build a team, you've got to give people the latitude, um, the latitude to be able to figure things out on their own. You've got to be able to do that. Um, because that is just such a powerful thing and such an empo- empowering thing for people when they figured out that they can do this. They can figure things out. No longer does everything look like a mountain to them because they develop the confidence to believe that they can overcome things because they don't know how to do it, but they know they're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And I, I just, you know, when you hire somebody, if you hire somebody who has that within them, that capability, you got a winner. I mean, there's just no question about it. But in today's world, how many people have that? And, and the other sad portrayal is how many people will go through their lives and never, ever be faced with or thrust into a circumstance or situation like that. And part of it might be because everybody's trying to save them from that. And what a horrible mistake. Now, the reality is, look, if I had died, that wouldn't have been a good thing. I mean, but, but I didn't die. And, and many other things in, in people's lives have made them the people, the strong, capable self-starters that they are today. And if not for situations like that in their lives, they wouldn't be the person standing in front of you that they are today. 
So to say that those things are horrible and that you want to save people from that, you want to save your kids from that, you want to say, oh, I don't want them to have to go through that. Do you understand what a horrible mistake it is to save them from these circumstances? This is what grows them. Now, obviously, you don't want them to die or maim themselves. But at the end of the day, jumping in and helping and fixing and doing all this stuff, all you're doing is stunting a person's growth. Tell them I want something done. Well, how am I going to do it? That's not my problem. I need it done tomorrow by noon. Definitive speech. Make it so. Got it? And if you're a parent, I talked to Monica Eichmann yesterday. We were talking about kids. And I would do this very thing with with my sons growing up. And you've got to realize the, the other parents in the neighborhood who just thought I was the worst parent imaginable. But whatever it was that I told them that they needed to do, I would then make certain, move my head to ensure that my gaze met their gaze. And I would look them directly in the eyes and I would say, I love you, honey. I know you can do this. Impress me. <laughs> and I would stand back in awe because they would amaze me. They would amaze me. They would do things that I creatively that I hadn't even thought of to accomplish the thing. And and I didn't step in and say, well, you know, you should do it this way instead because this would be better. No, no, shut up and stand back and let them do it their way. They'll figure out if there's a better way some point down the road, but it's the fact that they're doing it and they're coming up with the creative ways to do it on their own. That's what you're trying to teach. And you can't teach it by telling them how to color by the numbers step by step. You need to give them the latitude. So as an employer, if you're the type of person or, or even parent or teacher or whomever, and you are of the opinion that if you want something done right, you just got to do it yourself. And every time somebody gets involved in something, you're standing back thinking about how much easier and faster it can be done. And you don't let them finish it in their way. You jump in and you fix it and make sure and, and, and you tell them how to do the finer points. And they just stand back and say, hey, man, why am I even messing with it? Go for it. You do it. Right. You do it. Or they'll say, you'll say, why didn't you do that? And they'll say, well, you didn't tell me to do that. Well, what do I got to do? Do I got to tell you every single part, every component, every step, every every ingredient in the recipe for you to make a cake? Is that what I have to do? Yeah, and you're the one who created that screwed up circumstance because you didn't stand back, say, make it so, and give them the latitude to do it on their own. You need to do this for other people, and you need to do it for yourself. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. 
Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Social Security. You've spent your entire working life paying into it. So don't you want to get the most out of it? Jim Baer and his team at JLN Financial can show you ways to do that with their free Social Security report. Download your copy today at rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. JL and Financial offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JL and Financial are not affiliated companies. JL and Financial is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or governmental agency. If you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information Information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures. Who do you talk to? Their attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years' experience in this highly specialized field, and it is my job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know, allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly, and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, I'll say again, some people never have had to make it so. Um, They've never had that imposed upon them. And they and they never will. Some of them, because not only will will other people not do it, they'll never do it to themselves because they just they don't know that they can or that they should. And so they they. They exist in this lukewarm slop, treading water and going nowhere their entire lives and bitching and complaining about it and, you know, learning all this useless information that they never put into into action or practice because they just are not capable of it. So, you know, you you take some you take a young child and you thrust them into the make it so mentality. And that person is unlikely, very honestly, unlikely not to be successful in life. They are most likely will become successful in whatever endeavors they pursue. And it is also highly probable that they may wind up owning or running their own business or calling their own shots because they, well, because they become frustrated with the mediocrity of the rest of the world 
because they're so rare and so ma- so few other people can can do that and so they're frustrated with the with the level or the or the lack thereof progress so it it literally conducting yourself this way and as a result teaching those around you to conduct themselves this way just has an absolutely profound effect on someone's forward progress in whatever it is that they do so the, the term make it so is one that means so much to me. And I say it to people. They'll, they'll be walking out the door, walking down the sidewalk towards their car. And I will, I will open the door and yell out the door. Now, remember the things that you're to do here when you leave. Make it so. And that's what I mean. This is what I'm saying to them. So, <clears throat> you know, they, they, I don't know. You know, you, 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 you come to the conclusion that you can do things and that you can be creative. And the irony is the number of, uh, what, uh, everybody's, everybody's looking for good luck. Right. And, and I'll just tell you that the harder that you endeavor into something, the more good luck you seem to encounter. So it's it's really amazing how how creative and how things come to you when you're the one who's coming up with the solutions and the strategies to make something happen again not respective of what it takes to do it. And for everybody listening uh this, determine what you're going to do without regard to what it takes. And then if you want to build out what it takes uh, in the form of steps. I don't have a problem with that. But but you come up with those steps to get there. And look, I don't have a problem if you want to go online and you want to do research and see how other people are doing it and come up with it on your own. But the main thing is that you come up with it on your own and you make it happen. It actually comes into being. It actually becomes you as i said breathe it into life you make it happen when you set goals don't let those goals be wishes make those expectations this is what's going to happen it's simply uh, you know how is it going to happen i don't know i really don't care it will happen and the more capable you become in the in the way that you can make that come into life and come into being the the more fulfilled you become. So often people want to do something, some particular career that's fulfilling. It's the ability to accomplish a task and do it well, come up with it on your own. That's, I think, the most fulfilling thing in the world. I almost don't care what the task is. It's the fact that in the beginning you didn't know how to do it and you have now learned, figured it out, how to make it so, how to make it happen. You have figured it out. And I remember watching, uh, I think the guys, Nick and Jessica, they were, they, you know, what was he? He was a, he, he was in a band and she was a singer and they were some show that, that my wife watches. <laughs> and I remember that they were laying sod and he wanted to run the Bobcat and he wanted to lay the sod and he wanted to learn how to do it on his own. And he was like that about everything. He wanted to know how to do things on his own. And I was so impressed with that. Given the level that he was at, he had a lot of money. He lived in a really nice house. He had the life that most people only dream of. And yet he wanted to do stuff on his own. What a powerful and impressive attribute that is. 
so all I can say is impose these things on yourself. Set your goals. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just know that you can make it happen. And if it means that you have to start with small things in the beginning and then, you know, graduate to larger things where, where the, the, the reaching between the thing and what it takes to accomplish is greater because if I can do the small things and I can stay with those and I can grind, I will grind farther and faster because I come to the belief that whatever I, I believe, whatever I expect to make happen is going to happen. It isn't maybe, it isn't I hope, it will happen because I know I'll do whatever it takes to make it so. I hope this is useful to all of you and... I hope that you actually listen to this more than once. I hope that you take some of the shows that I'm doing. The One of them that I just sent over was uh, Financial Lessons for Life. I talked about that. This is another one of those shows you want to have your kids listen to. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed were not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN. You're listening to 1500 ESPN on KSTPAM 1500 and 94.5 HD2 Minneapolis.